Hello, and welcome back to Beast Fables, a weekly show where we follow the lives of tiny animals in a massive forest. I'm Brian, and I'm going to be your narrator for today's adventure. I use he, him pronouns, and I'm the founder of Dungeons on a Dime, a publishing imprint creating entry-level tabletop role-playing game content. Today, I am joined by Atlanta, Ver, and Fraser. We're playing Adventures on a Dime, an exciting role-playing system designed to tell exciting stories with simple rules. You can see all of the character sheets available on Roll20 for free. You can literally click on someone's face, and then, oh look, it's their character sheet. It's really cute. It moves around. You can roll things. And dice appear on the screen, and then you can click on the canvas, and the dice disappear. Thank you. Uh, I, as I said, am joined by my friends. Uh, they're going to introduce themselves uh, one by one. Ver, could you please kick us off? Yes, I shall. Uh, and I shall kick us off by explaining that before this game, I begged uh, Brian to please click on the canvas after we uh, roll the dice because I personally am just, just spiral into insanity when I see that the dice remains. Um, uh, so now with that out of the way, hello everybody, I am Ver. I am an illustrator and comic artist. Uh, I use they, them pronouns, and in today's game, I will be playing as Balthazar of Blueberry Pond, a courageous toad knight. We're definitely going to need that courage with what's going to be happening this session. But for now, Atlanta, please say hello. Uh, hello, I am Atlanta. I use she, her pronouns. Uh, and I am also a freelance, uh, illustratory, artisty type person. And I, as usual, will be playing dearest Pipistrel, intrepid little, uh, little bat nonsense. Um, and I'm very nervous about today's session. I have bad feelings all over me. <laughs> vibes. Vibes are vibing. They are not fun mm. vibes. Mm. But... The opposite of a not fun vibe is a fun vibe. Fraser, please describe your fun vibes to us. What a good save. Hello, I'm <laughs> Fraser. I am a good vibe, apparently. Uh, I use him pronouns, and I'm also an illustrator and character artist. Um, and today I'm playing Lutzen, the large weak baby. Oh. Large <laughs> soft baby. A good boy. Did you say Lord Soft Baby? No, large, large, soft large. baby. Never oh. mind, never mind. I feel like Lord Soft Baby should also large be someone. Lord Soft Baby. Lord Soft Baby. That's Lord And then ladies. No, mm, no, that makes it weird. Okay, moving on. <laughs> uh, we're playing no, on Roll20. please. <laughs> I don't want to start this fight. We are playing on Roll20, which is a virtual tabletop. It is super easy to use. You can make accounts for free. You can get all sorts of really cool things, including... Vice and Virtue, my latest role-playing subsystem zine, which is available for physical pre-order. You can also just get it on Roll20, like right now. There's decks. You can you can literally, the cards just show up on the screen. I can oh, flip wow. them and people can see the beautiful artwork made by Jake Stark, also known as Strange Arcade. You can just, just, just look at this. It's all, all of the themes. We can do our reviews directly. You can see all of the tags. It's beautiful. Oh, shiny and new. I love Brian, it. Brian, mm -hmm. Brian, if someone would like a physical copy of this beautiful deck, are they able to get it? Yes. <laughs> it is made with gold <laughs> ink. It's beautiful and shiny. The deck and the book are only £20 and are available for pre-order from my store at doad.co.uk. Uh, and there's a limited amount of them. So get it before they're gone. Get your dirty paws on them before we steal I... them. 
I think I've done a bad thing. I broke it. I don't know. I don't know how to help. You've done a bad thing. Oh no! What I, have you done? I drew a card and I don't know how to get rid of it. I don't know what I've done. Oh, <laughs> I I'm gonna change it so that only I can mess with them because yeah, that's a good uh, idea because I fucked it. <laughs> oh no! There we go. I just deleted it. We're good. We're good. We're good. No, don't okay. worry. <laughs> Hang on. This is a quick tutorial on how to show that to players. No, players can draw cards. No, safe changes. Bam. If I want to. Oh, oh god. Ooh. <laughs> Don't worry, they'll be back. Hooray! Oh, oh I just realized I won't be able to see. Right. Hang on, I need to quickly I can change steal my. Your card. <laughs> no way! I'm <laughs> stealing <laughs> them. I don't know how. Do not. <laughs> Fortune thief. <sighs> you can do this to me. I just realized I have to have the icons up to see my hand. If I remove the icons, it's just they don't exist. Okay. Oh. Could oh. Steal also. We could all steal one and run away. Well, see, I was denied by Aww. the Arbiter of Fates that is Brian. I love that there was a little, a little screen came up and said, do you want to let someone steal your card? And I said, no way. <laughs> no way. Dirty thief appears. <laughs> However, I think this this joy is a little too much. I think we need to get back on track to tension, anxiety, and distress. Possibly what some if we violence. Don't want, what if we don't want to? <laughs> one who's excited for fighting and you're made and... for fighting i you know what you're not wrong uh, <laughs> I, I have like so type. some rope as that's about it as i scroll over these beautiful illustrations that were made last week which i didn't see until like after the game uh <laughs> Ver, do you want to remind us quickly just what happened <sighs> all righty um uh, as our characters are on their way to try to recover the Iron Beetle stolen by Chipper the Squirrel. We finally made our way to the city of Bramblefork. Uh, and upon arrival, we realized that um, very quickly that the town is rather run down and in some um, degree of disarray. As uh, the river here has run dry and a lot of the beaver dens that were uh, kind of prominent in the area are uh, quite clearly abandoned. Um, as we walk to the... Uh, rather empty streets um pipistrel and lutzen uh were looking around for any signs of the uh, iron beetle and pipistrel in fact uh, did notice some uh if what do you call it not paw prints some beetle prints <laughs> um in the uh, mud uh ascertaining that they were probably left here um a handful of days ago uh, and as uh, Lutzen and Pipistrel were uh, undergoing this investigation, uh, Balthazar was screaming for, or screaming, yelling for Carod, uh, a, a mole that we had a letter for. Um, he found, uh, located this Carod, uh, not without some um, uh, discontent and anger from Carod himself. Uh, and uh, what what I think is notable about this mole is that he had a red bandana, which will come back later. Uh, and uh, apparently the mole that we got the letter from stole his share of some manner of bounty or fortune and made off with it. And uh, the letter that we delivered made Carrot very, very angry. Uh, and uh, his reception of the letter made Balthazar uh, pretty angry too because he was treated rudely and Balthazar does not stand for that. Um, and uh, when our uh, little creatures all reunited, 
uh, Balthazar was delighted to be the truly the one who discovered the tracks in the mud. <laughs> um, and because nobody told him about them. Um, and as we're kind of standing there, uh, well, actually, previously, Pipistrel and Lutzen were kind of discussing these tracks rather loudly, or I guess Pip was just kind of yelling about them. And they <laughs> notice that they're being watched uh, by a shy little mouse. Um, and uh, they instantly grew rather suspicious of this. And by the time that Balthazar united with them, uh, our little group was uh, approached by a small bird. Uh, and uh, this bird... Um, told us that, hey, oh, you're looking for an iron beetle. Well, I know where it is. Uh, and Balthazar was delighted to hear this. And uh, because some of his flaws include oblivious and poor foresight, he <laughs> followed <laughs> the bird very readily. Uh, Pipistrel and Lutzen were quite torn as they uh, were just kind of very aware that this is extremely suspicious. Um, and, uh, Lutzen saw, uh, kind of looked back to this mouse that was, uh, previously looking out, uh, kind of observing, uh, him. And, uh, the mouse kind of indicated that that was not a very smart idea. Uh, uh and, uh, Lutzen decided to go confer with this mouse as Pivistrol decided, well, she can't leave Balthazar all on his own. And, uh, followed several paces behind as Balthazar was led away around the corner by this mouse, uh, by this bird. Um... Lutzen uh, managed to speak with this little shy mouse, and um, as uh, as they were talking, this kind of larger picture was drawn, and, and a story unraveled of what has happened in this town, that it was overtaken by a rather uh, nasty group of people. I don't remember if they had a name or not, uh, I will admit this. But um, some some group of all these, that uh, I think was said is that they wear red bandanas and that they're from the teeth, yes. which uh, I think uh, yes, Lutzen yes, yes, intuited yes, that, that to mean the stone fangs. This location up here, which I am the currently highlighting fangs, on yeah. the the May up. Yes. Uh, so so uh, they don't. Yeah, they don't really have a name uh, that we uh, know of, but they have some kind of common affiliation and uh, place of origin. I'm gonna sneeze. Hang on. I bless you. Oh no! But just by saying that, I made the sneeze oh, no. go away. Never mind. <laughs> um, <Thank> you. But <laughs> it was really really close. Um, but then it got shy. Um, in any case, uh, it, yeah, Lutzen found out that there is this group of beasts uh, wearing red bandanas from the stone fangs uh, or from the teeth. Uh, and that they have kind of, um, see, okay, this actually I don't quite remember. I think they, they want to turn this town into a port, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It's kind of their yeah. general plan. Uh, but they're kind of running it pretty heavy-handed, um, and among uh, their group, uh, is a very notably a ferret, which is a very large creature, a very scary creature as far as little beasts are concerned, and a seagull as well um and uh the uh or was kind of given a, a list of the general um kind of naydoers uh who are uh, largely in charge um and as lutzen is is uh, given this information and it, ah the mouse also mentioned that the people who have stayed behind are more or less kind of kept hostage uh, because these uh, these incur or uh, these beasts that have caused this incursion have uh, are holding on to everyone's stores of food, um, and um, with the uh, autumn around the corner, uh, beasts are kind of apprehensive about 
just getting up and starting up somewhere new. Um, so those who remain are uh, largely feeling kind of helpless, and uh, many of them uh, might be prompted to help uh, these um, red bandana beasts. Uh, much like the bird, who, um, as Litson is speaking with the mouse, is leading uh, Balthazar and Pipistrel towards a large warehouse. Um, and uh, the bird tells them that this warehouse is where, uh, or storehouse, is where the beetle is. And um, right as Balthazar is ready to enter, uh, Pipistrel kind of stops him and uh, takes him to the side and tells him that this is really suspicious. And uh, as she does this, a large figure comes out of the storehouse, a ferret, and instantly uh, bounds up and leaps above us. Um, Balthazar braces uh, for an upcoming battle as Pipistrel makes, uh, um, jumps to the skies. Uh, the ferret trying to swat her uh, as it jumps over us, but not managing to. However, as it lands, it kicks Balthazar into this warehouse, and Pipistrel, with her uh, kind of acrobatic grace in the air, manages to evade the ferret and swoops into the warehouse after Balthazar, um, <clears throat> quite concerned for her friend. And um, it is in this uh, storehouse that um, Balthazar uh, gets up uh, from uh, from the ground and is confronted with a group of beasts uh i believe it is a lizard that sits at the forefront um mm -hmm. or kind of sits in front of balthazar a uh, very business-like or business-like kind of like a like a head honcho vibe is what i was getting from this from this lizard yeah um and uh there was also a beast with a uh, crossbow um, I don't mm. remember what what manner of creature it was, but there was a a, a creature with a crossbow. I said that... it was a newt, but then I drew a frog, so now it's a frog. <laughs> oh heck, yeah. A uh, there's a frog. Oh, my noble cousin. Uh, a a frog with a crossbow. Um, and a rat with a I... knife. Yes, a rat with a knife <laughs> that nobody knows where he got it from. A knife. And uh, <laughs> the ferret trails behind us into this building, blocking the way out. Um, and the lizard uh, speaks to Balthazar uh, as Pipistrel is not an unknown element, but she's kind of um, perched up on one of the beams um, a, a little out of the ways uh, as the lizard addresses Balthazar uh, in, in no uncertain terms, basically telling him to turn back and uh, to turn around and go back where he came from, that he and his fellows should not be looking further into the matters that they're pursuing. Uh, undaunted and stubborn, uh, Balthazar says that uh, he sees that there are many wrongs to right in this town and that he will not turn his back on it. And with that, the lizard tells its fair to associate uh, to have at it and to end this once and for all. <laughs> and with that... We're going to move over to the little map that I prepared for today. Oh, oh no. Oh, no, no. <laughs> so, oh, wow. the oh, ferret is here blocking this doorway. These three uh, pictures are sort of like the layers of the building, if that makes yeah. sense. So this is the ground floor, and then we've got the, the upper floor, and then the roof. Uh, however, it's all, the, the, the second floor is also serving as like a corner for Lutzen to be peering around, if that makes sense. 
um, mm-hmm. from another warehouse, yeah. say. Um, so we have got the ferret here, uh, massive and blocking the main doorway in. There is a large blocked doorway uh, that is shut over here with a little crack that maybe a small beast could slide out of. Balthazar mm-hmm. is here. The lizard is sitting on a box in a disused pile over here. Uh, Pipistral, you are sitting on top of a crane for lifting ah. things up into the, the warehouse. And you mm-hmm. can see the frog with a crossbow, who has just fired a shot at Balthazar. Mm-hmm. Not intending to hit, but just to, you know, make... A warning shot. To threaten. Yeah. And then we've got a rat with a knife. <laughs> I love knife rat. I love knife mm-hmm. rat too. We all love... Rat knife, knife rat. <laughs> I want a band called Rat Knife. <laughs> I was gonna say it's like Mouse Rat from uh, Yeah, I also think of Mouse Rat. Mouse Rat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. So I'm scared. Everything is at a standstill right now. Uh. uh. So we need to draw a new scene. Uh. Oh heck. I hope the other three scenes are. Balthazar dies. Pipistrel <laughs> dies. Lutzen dies. Choose. Oh my gosh. I just Choose did something dumb. Like I accidentally... <laughs> I accidentally double-clicked the chat box. I have to reload the page. Hang on. Oh no. Uh-oh. Ta-da. difficulties. It's <laughs> back. <laughs> Sorry. I just... <laughs> stop requesting my cards. <laughs> We want them. Steal them. <laughs> you have three fortunes to choose from. As long as, as soon as I find them, we have got. Uh, duh, 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 duh. The first fortune is how fast does a candle burn? The second oh, fortune God. is weak link, and the third oh, no. fortune <gasps> is Sorry. weighted options. So I'm going to type those out for you. Oh my god. So this is the Vice and Virtue uh, whole zine. All of these are available literally on the store right now, which is cool. But don't um, go and look at it just yet. Look at it after the stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See in action. <laughs> so these are the fortunes you can pick from. Oh, oh beans. These, yeah, oh, heckin' beans. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but like, weak link is giving me all kinds of nope vibes. Yeah, that's why I, I want to take it. I kind of like that one. Oh, because I don't know the leak weak link. Uh, but that's assuming it's us. That I suppose. Well, yeah, it could be. It could be them. Um, which I do I like imagine. how fast does a candle burn. Yeah, that's interesting. It does sound really intriguing. But that does I, give I, me I like a lot of fear. Second. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I think definitely the first or second are like they're really they really kind of like hit me quite hard like that first one in particular how fast is a candle burn i'm like oh that makes me think there's a time limit to something a little bit like how fast is the candle burn i mean that could be referring to anything that could be referring to like an actual fight that could be referring to like maybe like chipper has been informed and is getting away like there could be so many things that that could be referring to in theory (laughs) i think it's kind of exciting it is yeah do we want to go with that? I mean, it could. It's between the first yeah. two. Yeah, like, but what do you what do you guys think about uh, the weak the weak link? Because like, it could be referring to um, 
like one of us, but y like th there is a good point. Like it could also be referring to one of them, which is an yeah. interesting, mm. which is an interesting thought. I mean, I kind of like if it's referring to one of us because that's brutal. Uh, that's brutal. But the the I, I think the I, I think I'm kind of predisposed to actually how fast does a candle burn right now? Mm. Both of them are good though. I I'm, yeah. yeah. I think I, I yeah I think general general consensus seems to be how fast does a candle burn? Yeah. Yeah. I scared. Uh, I too. Okay. I like Fortune <laughs> has been chosen. We are locked in. All I need to do Can is just, <laughs> just need to uh, with the audience. Hang on, hang on. So I'm gonna put two cards down so I can get rid of them. Oh no! Wait, where are they at? Where are they at? There we go. And then this is the final card. This is the fortune. Only I can oh. flip it. Oh if you, no! If you could right-click it and flip it, don't. <laughs> Oh, apparently I can, so I will not. I can. Oh, no, oh, no, I could. Don't move it around. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So I'm oh, gonna say. Oh, we can move it. Sorry. We, that's fine. Yeah, we we can move it. That <laughs> <laughs> I can take right. the card. Oh, <laughs> uh, don't the card. steal. Run away with it. Don't, steal don't. It, finally. No, no, you know no, what? No. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna stick this on the map layer, which only I can get to. No. The cruelty of it all. <laughs> I ruined it, guys. I'm sorry. I got our card privileges revoked. <laughs> okay. So, with I'm that terrified. decided, how fast does a candle burn? Okay. Um, I'm going to say that uh, the lizard has directed, has yelled out, Gimme! Get him! And the ferret pounces towards you, Balthazar. Hang on. Balthazar, I, is it alt click? Uh, yes, there we go. Step dodges into the ferret using his iframes. Beast Souls. It would either be Beast Souls or Dark Fables, but I kind of like Dark Fables. Dark Fables. Dark Fables. I like Beast Souls. Yeah, I was actually going to say, like, I kinda, I'm kind of fighting with, with, with Beast Souls. That's what if it was like Beast Souls colon Dark Fables? Blood Fables. <laughs> Blood Fables. <laughs> oh my god. Beastborn. Beastborn! Yeah, oh my Beastborn. god, that's sick. All of these work. Anyway. Yeah. Speaking of Beastborn, I need you to make... It's pouncing on you. It is making a vigor yeah. roll to pin you down. Um, describe to me how you try to avoid uh, hurt. Um. You're entering a contest with this animal. Yes. I think uh, Balthazar wants... Actually, I think he wants to use his willpower... Uh, mm -hmm. He's going to um, kind of uh, steady himself. Uh, once again, he kind of wants to take this one on the chin, uh, but he wants to glare this thing down so it basically hesitates. It it's mm -hmm. like a, a force of will kind of thing where mm -hmm. it will hesitate and make a kind of not, not give it its all uh, mm -hmm. because he's kind of bracing himself and he has the um, uh, boar tooth like uh, kind of Dropped, so mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. thing is coming in for a hit and it realizes that it is leaving itself open. Ooh. Okay, so I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you roll willpower. Can I uh ca not cast, can I tag um <laughs> You cast fireball. I cast I cast enlarge on <laughs> I cast myself. Yeah. 
Balthazar becomes Mud Fury. Just unexpectedly menacing. Uh, as I turn around to interface with this uh, ferret, it's just like, oh shit. Uh, mm -hmm. That light from the uh, broken um, uh, ceiling, uh, or broken roof, gleams in, in uh, Balthazar's eyes, and they're like terrifyingly mm -hmm. golden. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll let you roll with advantage. So I'm going to roll Vigor. Got a seven. Got to beat a seven. Ooh. You roll an eleven. The ferret pounces at you, and you kind of croak menacingly, and it pulls up short just before it gets to you. It instead, its paws slam onto uh, the ground in front of you, and you feel the shake of its size. Um, some other cobblestones actually shift a little bit with such a big animal pouncing down. Um, mm -hmm. While you're distracted, the lizard moves forward and tries to jab you with its spear. Um, ah. It is trying to uh, be cunning, so it's going to challenge you to a cunning contest. You have disadvantage because you are distracted by the ferret. Please describe to me what you're doing. I want to uh, use Vigor for this and tag my taking care of equipment, my uh, beautifully uh, taking care of armor. Uh, will deflect this uh, this attack because I am so vigorous and taking or so resolute and taking care of it. Mm -hmm. So I will let you roll uh, a plain roll. Straight, yeah. Okay. Uh oh. Ah, dang it! Sorry, I swore. So the lizard got a critical success. It's better than expected. I'm gonna say that you're you've got taken great care of your armor, but it isn't the armor that the the lizard's spear goes for. The lizard is smart and actually jabs his wicked sharp like metal tip through the uh like the padded chink in your armor and oh, actually no. stabs uh kind of like underneath your armpit. You take a vigor damage. Oh no, oh. baby boy. All right, down to That's going to smart. Mhm. Mm oh, um, so oh, what a cheap shot. Uh, Pepistrel Lutzen, what are you doing? Who's gonna try something next? I'm gonna say that, like, this is kind of like a give and take. There's no, like, round order. It's just sort of, things yeah. happen as they happen. When does, yeah. when will Balthazar get to just do something? Uh, well, anyone can suggest an action. Mm. And we'll go from there. I, I have an idea for what Balthazar can do. I feel Balthazar's in the heat of it right mm. now. Yeah, okay. that's true. Well, Balthazar's why not, like, why not everyone it. suggest what they're gonna do and resolve it in the order that makes sense? Oh yeah, okay. that's a that's a good idea. I I feel like Pipistrel is, uh, she's she obviously she's still hanging on to this crane, um, but she she is now obviously like watching the battle from above and is mm -hmm. like in like it is a oh flurry my... of of action. Yeah, very she's quick. Like, oh my goodness! Oh my whiskers! What do I do? So she's um oh like so like so like she's the, I don't think she can do she she's aware that she's like she can't really do anything from up here but what she mm -hmm. can do though is she is going to try and get that crossbow away from that frog because if anything mm -hmm. is going to cause more ruckus it's mm -hmm. an extra beast up in the rafters shooting crossbow bolts down at Balthazar <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. thank you yeah. so like so you so, describe to yeah. me what your plan of action to get the crossbow is so uh I think Pip is going to because she has like a vantage point right now, so mm -hmm. she's she's hanging from this crane, mm -hmm. and she is she is agile. That's one thing that she really has in her wheel wheelhouse. Wheelhouse. She is a little she is a little agile beast. So she is going to try and from the crane propel herself forward as 
vigorously and as quickly as possible and just pile drive herself into the frog to try and dislodge the crossbow from its grip uh, and then like kick it away or throw it out of the roof if there's like a hole in the rafters okay um, um, get this the, is get sounding like it's a, a vigor check to me oh, it is, vigor, vigor um, is bad. <laughs> you are swinging down um, and just trying to use like physical force to mm-hmm. maneuver this uh, that sounds like vigor to me can I tag my uh... oh can I tag one of my uh, new uh, skills from my new job um, oh, yes. can, I tag, can I tag wall climber so uh, she may have had to come up here in a bit of a panic but she is getting much better now her grip strength is improving with the repairing of her wing mm-hmm. uh, and she's getting she's getting back into that uh, sort of you know that, that starting off from a really strong place even though she's hanging onto a crane she's coming from a good vantage point where she should be able to kick off with a decent amount of force mm-hmm. okay I think that that makes a lot of sense um so I uh the the frog is feeling really cocky it's gonna make a willpower check uh, in response mm-hmm. and what it's gonna do is it's just gonna aim the crossbow at you and shoot <gasps> Oh no. So make your roll with advantage. <laughs> so a six, a five, and a four. Um, I'm going to say you swoop down and the frog just like points the crossbow up and, and shoots a bolt. It was a very narrow margin. So I'm going to say um, something bad happens. No. What would you like to happen? Would you like... Uh, a consequence in the narrative to happen? Would you like uh, to take damage, or would you like to lose an item? Oh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not losing another weapon. Um, <laughs> do you want to lose a friend? Oh, uh, oh but, but don't do that to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh God, I'll take a damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can take damage in any stat. Tell me what okay. you want. I'll describe what happens. Uh, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a willpower damage from that because I think she was so confident. Yeah. That she was gonna, like she was gonna, you, the the bolt doesn't actually hit you. It flies mm-hmm. underneath you. But the fact that this this frog so fired a crossbow bolt, and if you hadn't wheeled out of the way, you could be dead right now. You yeah. are suddenly like the the reality of the situation really dawns on you. Um, yeah, you are kind of like flap back into the middle of the room. Um, mm. and uh, the frog immediately starts winching the crossbow bolt up for another attack. Um, Balthazar, uh, was there something you wanted to do? Yes. Um, I looked up the the sizes of a common lizard and a common toad. Um, mm-hmm. Oh no. As this lizard has uh, kind of thrust the screw forward, uh, this is something that mud furies do in combat against smaller beasts. Mm. Um... Uh, Balthazar is going to grab the spear, yank it forward with this lizard on it, open his maw, and fucking engulf it. Oh, oh my god. Like, so, I don't think you can fully eat the lizard. You are a no, small no, toad. This eat, is up. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I wanna, I wanna eat like it's up, just like upper half into my. Like mouth. you could maybe like fit like an the head and an arm. Like it's yeah, your yeah, small yeah. toad, that, but like you're gonna, do. you're gonna yeah. try, you're gonna try. I'm grappling. Okay. It. Amazing. I, I want to oh grapple. Oh, if it. only Balthazar had teeth. <laughs> oh, this lizard would be done for. But the thing hey, is, um, like, when you. Let's offer prosthetics. Mm. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. 
just weapons in my back. Static grill. So I'm going to say, where did I stick this lizard? Oh, I keep closing the windows because I'm dumb. Um, So this lizard is completely shocked. Um, I want you to make a... Mm. Now, I think this is the most interesting thing. I want you to make a cunning roll. You have advantage because I presume you're tagging like aspiring Mud Fury. Because you're trying to be subvertive. However, the lizard is going to roll its vigor because it's surprised. Um, Ooh. It just was not expecting this. So the lizard has rolled. Oh. oh. I want you to roll purely for the joke that if you got two hijinxes, that'd be funny. But um Oh my goodness. Like, uh this is narratively it makes sense. The lizard um is pulled over and you now have it's kind of like this is like is yelp of like yeah. and you yeah. kind of you, just, like, you now have uh, like it's Yeah front like yeah the head and like the arm and stuff so it can't navigate mm-hmm. with that spear very well and i'm just like yeah because I, I didn't mean to say that i'm gonna eat the whole thing because i'm incapable <laughs> of that but as part of that just as part of the aspiring mud fury thing i also think i'd like to kind of in this moment say that it's been you know it's been a few weeks since mm-hmm. uh balthazar uh, set out and he's a he's a young toad and he's fast growing Mm-hmm. And maybe he realizes he's actually a little bigger than when he started this out. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a growing boy. He is a growing boy. And now he has this lizard sticking out of his mouth. Uh, and I just imagine <laughs> it's like tail and little legs and like body kind of like noodling around. And I hope that this is going to freak the ferret out. I hope so. Okay. So I'm going to say uh, you deal willpower damage to both of them. This is, it's terrifying because the ferret is like, I've never seen a toad eat anything before. Um, <laughs> and you're eating my boss. And the, the lizard yeah. is like, I am being eaten. This is not an experience that I, I necessarily am, enjoy. Okay. What are you, Lutzen, what are you doing? I, 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 I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm going to try and like work my, can I, I can't see in right now, can I? I'm just hearing all the no, stuff I'm going all on. you can hear is like, ah, ah, poke, ow. Okay, let's well, oh, like twang, twang. I'm going to see that you, I'm going to say you actually see a bolt burst out of the, the wooden ceiling. Like it pings out oh, um, and arcs off goodness. into the distance. Okay, Lesson's going to scurry around. I don't know which direction he was coming from, but we'll kind of continue on that trajectory round to just mm-hmm. find an entrance to see in. Um... I, 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 he, he just needs to see what's going on. Like he's no idea mm-hmm. what's going on. He hasn't seen any of these, these people, figures, characters, any, any of them. Doesn't know where his friends are. Assumes they're in here, but isn't too sure. So you scurry up and you see through the doors, which are closed on the image but are open, um, right. and you see all of the chaos unfolding. You, you arrive just in time to see Balthazar start to eat a lizard. <laughs> I think Lizzie kind of stumbles back a bit and he's just like, oh shit. Um, Didn't you know that we are predators? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my gosh. I I actually cannot think of a single thing to do right now. I'm going to move on then. Um, yeah, the I, rat. Lizzie's just taken aback right now. Like he doesn't see any, like, there's no immediate reaction. Like mm-hmm. he just hasn't, doesn't, like, he doesn't know what to do. The rat with a knife only has one arm, so it puts the knife in its teeth and then scrambles along the edge of the uh, upper kind of like storage walkway up oh. onto the crane and tries oh. to jump onto you, Pipistrel. 
Um, Absolutely not. Not having that. Is this why it only has one arm? Uh-huh. The... Well, the, 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 the rat has got, like, the knife in its mouth and is jumping at you, Pipistral, and is just sort of, like, letting out this war squeak. There is blood fury in its eyes. Um, uh, what do you do? Uh, I think, kind of, she will have uh, sort of readjusted herself in the air. Um, but, I mean, she is a bat. She is a long-haired brown bat. She is, like, two-fifths ear. So, like, she... If she heard the rat scurrying across the uh, across the wood, which I'm kind of hoping that she would have, um, like I hope she has like a, a, like and I'll tag my staying alert for this because this is this is what she has been trained for. Uh, she, like she's gonna try and tumble out of the air like further down away from the rat, and she's just gonna try and let the rat like leap off the crane, just off and into then fall the onto the ground. And then okay, so I'll let you. The barn. Oh, that sounds like cunning to me. So I'm going to let you make cunning uh, at advantage. Thank you. Oh, I'm no. i beat an eight. Oh, no. I got a success. The, it's only a five. The rat leaps off of the um, uh, the walkway mm-hmm. and then li- just like backpacks onto you. And the weight is too much. You crash oh. down uh, to the first floor. You take, I'm going to say this sounds like a vigor damage because mm, it's physical. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's about like your routine and your ability to do actions, so it's a vigor yeah. damage, as it sort of like smashes you into the ground with its sheer weight. Because rats are much larger and heavier yeah. in mass than uh, than, bats. than bats are. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh damn! And right rat. now damn the the bat is or like you are pinned by this rat. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say Lutzen, you see mm-hmm. uh, this. Like, you're looking around, and you're like, oh god, I don't know what's going on. And then you you kind of see just crash down from the darkness of the ceiling uh, through a light beam, uh, a rat with a knife on top of Pipistrel, screaming. I mean, I think both I think of them are screaming. Eyes, yeah, lots of eyes yeah. just go white. He's just like, what the fuck? What is happening? Um. Oh my goodness. Uh, ah! I think Lesnar is gonna like in a panic take out his his like bag of fixings mm-hmm. that he has, and I think like seeing that like he's gonna throw them at the like on the ground near the ferret. I think like, a bunch of like cal cal caltrops caltrops. Yeah, like caltrops, like sharp things yeah. that you step on and not fun. Yeah. Okay. As, like, so you trap. throw them down. I'm gonna bear that in mind. Um, you throw them down as the ferret starts to. Having recovered from this uh, initial shock of seeing its lizard friend be eaten, mm-hmm. um, tries to smack you, Balthazar, to get you to throw up the lizard. Um, this God. sounds. Well, it's just trying as, to as bat you. Lotson's kind of like running in doing this with and like kind of grabbing his pitchfork, seeing Pip getting pummeled down and. So he's the kind of like running in to kind of get into the fray. Um, mm hmm. Yeah, so he's 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 in and about with his, his wee pitchfork that he picked yeah. up recently. Okay. <laughs> Thank God. So, Balthazar, you're trying to be this ferret is trying to bat you. What do you do? Um, I will. Uh, oh God, this would be a cunning if I want. I wanted to position myself so the um, so it hits the lizard, but that's a cunning thing. Uh, so I think I will once again just use willpower. Um. 
or I would like to use willpower, where mm -hmm. Balthazar just like, uh, just looks over it and he just <laughs> looks insane. Like he looks mad as in like, um, as in unhinged. just unhinged. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, the way that he's, uh, like, I just want the, uh, once again, the ferret, because the ferret has hesitated once, and I want it to hesitate again, uh, because I think it might, like, that Balthazar might be just unhinged enough to, um, just, I don't know, continue swallowing this lizard, like, I just want mm -hmm. it to be too scared. Okay, so, I'm, I'm gonna say that's a willpower check, um, from you. And it's going to make a willpower check as well. And uh, I have a desired, uh, for my desired job, I have a new skill that I came up with that I would like to mm -hmm. tag in this situation. I mm -hmm. only came up with it after the last time, but I want to yeah. tag a new skill called Never Underestimate a Toad. Oh. Uh -huh. Okay, so you don't get- As I'm learning. Uh, we've yeah, got I don't new... get anything. Yeah, yeah. so well, uh, I'll make a note that you're learning this skill. Um, and yes, okay. So make your willpower roll, but I don't think it's gonna be very difficult. I don't know. Oh, okay. An 11 does beat a two. <laughs> the, you're just sort of like swaying, well not swaying, but like you spin round and the legs sort of like on a rag doll, if that makes sense <laughs> on like a character, sort of oh like spin God. and then jiggle back and forth with this lizard. And you're like, ah, rah. And kind of around the lizard are like, I'll eat your boss and I'll eat you too. <laughs> and the oh ferret God. is just so shocked because normally <laughs> creatures are afraid of it. It backs up onto the spikes and I'm going to say it takes vigor damage. <laughs> yeah. Because it's kind of walking I'll on these caltrops and then it's got like <laughs> screws and barbs and bits of coiled metal getting caught up in its paws. Also, I want you to say, uh, Lutzen, that you have used your bag of fixings. So we need to remove that from your tools. Um, at this time, mm -hmm. uh, Pepistrel, there is a rat on top of you, um, and it has now got its knife in one arm, and sitting uh, on you is trying to stab you. Jesus. Oh my god! Um, okay, what do I have? Uh, okay, so, so am I lying on my front or on my back? Um... I'm gonna roll uh, a d4, and if it's a one or a two, it's your front, and if it's a three or four, it's your back. Okay. You're back. Right, I'm lying on my back. Uh, in that case, um, this is. Uh, okay, this is uh, this is Pepistrel self defense 101. She has tucked her wings in to try and protect mm -hmm. them as much as she can, uh, and she has got like. You know, she got she got them back claws. Like they are long, they are thin, they are very sharp. Um, she is just she's going straight for eyes. She's claws oh, in eyes. <laughs> uh, I your in, back like, claws wouldn't get the eyes. No, her her front claws. Sorry, the ones. The oh, claws okay. That are oh, yeah. Wings. So it's like so like she, so what she's what she's done basically is she, she's tucked her wings in. She's will will folded them in as close mm -hmm, as she mm -hmm. can. Like obviously the ones like when she stretches her arms, there will be the part like under her armpit basically that will be exposed. But like the mm. main body of her wing, like a mantis, um, a praying mantis. Yeah, like she's she's tucked that in as much as possible. So she is just gonna go with her front with her like her her arm claws, her little fingers. She's just gonna go like she's gonna go straight for the face is going to scratch she's going to claw she's going to and she's going to try and poke the rat's eyes as much as she can with as much force as she can sort of like this little doodle 
Uh, wait, which one? <laughs> uh, on the building, uh, the the second floor. Oh yes, basically. <laughs> it's like I hope you like having eyes, <laughs> motherfucker. Um, so this sounds like it's going to be a cunning check, um, mm-hmm. because you are trying to rely on training. Um, well, actually, this sounds like a vigor roll. Uh, I'm just trying to think if there's anything I can possibly. Is there something you could manipulate to make this more like a cunning check? So cunning is using your environment, being aware of your surroundings, mm. coming up with cunning plans. Uh, vigor is routine, training, <laughs> um, and uh, endurance. Uh, in that case, um, I, I'm going to... It, as, as she was falling out of the air, because she is a very... Um, she's a very observational creature... Mm-hmm. You know, so as she was as she was falling, I imagine that she was trying to orientate herself as best as she possibly could, even if it was just if like for like half a second, getting a lay of like the of the ground floor basically as she was falling to it. Um, and if she's landed on her back, she will have had just a a, a breath, a second, just to quickly take in her surroundings. Um, so she's. It's like and this is this is part of her her job as like a meddler uh, is one of her one of her skills is orientate um so she is quite good at like in a pinch having to quickly reorganize her thoughts and her body in space to be able to uh okay. like, dodge and weave away from things so i feel that's... like it's a bit of a stretch because it's something that's happened but i'll let you make True. cunning as a straight roll oh thank you please 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 <laughs> Yes! Ooh. Oh, what a time for a crit success! Oh. Oh. You those eyes. <laughs> jab upwards and deal one vigor damage to the rat, and it falls Yay. off of your back. Um, it stumbles back. You spring up onto like uh, all fours, so to speak, and look. Mm. You haven't gouged the rat's eyes out, but you That's have so jabbed it painfully in like the snout. Um, and there's like a, um, a streak of blood from like a scratch near one of its eyes. And it's like, ah, and it's kind of like rubbing at the blood out of its eyes with its one arm. Um, it turns and kind of really mm-hmm. takes in the scene, uh, looks at Balthazar and goes, boss. And uh, as that happens, Lutzen, what are you doing? Mm. Um, ah! <laughs> I think Lutzen was like kind of in mid run towards... Um, going in towards Pip to kind of help out there. Mm. I think he's going to run forward to the other rat and try and like pin it with the, the pitchfork. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And just like, or just like keep it like push up against it and just keep it up against the wall. To get, kind of away. Pip, get away. Yes. Okay. Smart. So that, that sounds like it's going to be a vigor roll from you. Uh, is there anything mm-hmm. you want to tag? Um, can I use my, for my new job, the prosthetic engineer? Uh, can I tag mm-hmm. anatomical observation to find the squishy spots? <laughs> I feel like as a rat, you would especially know the squishy spots of other rats. Exactly. exactly. Um, yeah. It, the rat is going to try um, and dodge out of the way. It's going to roll through the trash to try and uh, like scurry and scatter and distract you. So you charge forwards towards mm. the rat. I want you to make a um, a vigor roll with advantage for me. Okay. Five. That is a critical success. Um, I'm gonna say you charge forward with the pitchfork, and as pitchforks do, you hoist and pin the rat to uh, this sort of like wall here with the pitchfork. It is impaled on your pitchfork. 
Oh, um, oh no! I mean, that's what you say you want to do. I mean, yeah, but like, I think Watson just doesn't realize like his kind of eyes go wide. It was just like a, a second of uh -huh. rage. It was just like ah. <laughs> Oh, and wow. um, uh, I, I rolled a d4, but that doesn't matter because uh, they are in NPC. When you deal damage to an NPC and they have a d4, they just are removed from the story. And in this case, <gasps> you just impale the rat. Um, oh, it my is, God! It is dying. You, like, spear through the guts. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> you have the leverage. Hang on, I'm just moving you to the right place. You have, like, the leverage of this rat and it sort of like coughs blood out of its mouth and drops the knife and is like twitching um nice oh. i know oh. it's a bastard but it's so <laughs> cute oh wow <laughs> rest in peace knife rat good lord well since i like he just like i think he just drops the pitchfork and he just kind of takes a step back as like you realizing what he did you kind of like he ran in blind just pointing you go to drop for the best you go to drop the pitchfork, but it actually catches on a cobblestone and oh. is sort of like, like braced, so the yeah, rat is like just sort jammed. of like pinned against the wall. Oh my goodness! Um, I mean, it's like, going anywhere. Yeah, it's not. They're not. They're not going anywhere. Um, at this point, you hear a kunk from above. The uh, frog who can't oh, no. see what's happened to the rat uh, is going to try and shoot you, Balthazar, because you have got their boss swallowed. Um, well. Maybe they should just stop attacking me, and I'll stop eating their boss. Um, I want you to make well d describe how you are avoiding harm from a crossbow bolt. <laughs> Hang on. Um, I think uh, Balthazar. Uh, oh, because they have sting slingers among the uh, uh, the not knights. So he mm -hmm. knows, like, long-range combat, you know, he's he's ready for it. Um, uh, oh god, because it, it would be cunning, it would be cunning to, like, move behind this crate or something. Fuck! Um, but I don't want to do that, I want to game this. Um, I think uh, I will once again just try to rely on my armor. Um, mm -hmm. In it, your routine. This guy doesn't... Yeah, in my routine. Um, um, I'm gonna say... Uh, either the frog rolls with advantage or you roll with disadvantage. Which one do you want? I'll because roll with the, disadvantage. The, yeah, can, the frog has like... Anything or... Um, I'm gonna say... I, I would tag my undaunted just because this didn't work before, but he still believes in it. Well, I, I'd say... Well, I'd say yeah. yeah, you can tag it. I don't think you used it before in like this instance because you uh, used your no, like no, care of I armor used... and that was like a use yeah, so I used i'd say yeah you, equipment yeah. and uh, menacing and mud fury but i didn't use in dungeon mm -hmm. yet so it's gonna roll cunning uh you get to roll uh vigor. vigor oh god my vigor is a d6 now oh. um i'm gonna say that you are actually turned Ooh. away from the the frog and you just feel like this conk and there's this like pong as like the bolt of the crossbow slaps into your breastplate, leaves a dent, but sort of just sort of like skitters off uh, across the cobblestones. Uh, it hits your armor, but your armor is so well taken care of that you are protected from harm. Ooh. Hmm. Um, and you sort of like turn and look over your shoulder at this frog with its boss still kind of like half swallowed. Yeah. yeah. God. It's wriggling. Um, what? 
Oh god, I can I do something? Uh yeah. Uh so cuz I've been wanting to do this uh ever since I've had this uh lizard in my mouth because I imagine if he puffs out his uh his frog whatever, or not frog, his toad like singing pouch or whatever. He can use mm -hmm. this lizard as a projectile. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes! Go for it. Yes. <laughs> Um, and I would like to once again for my desired job just tag never underestimate a toad a second time because it's mm -hmm. just like what is going what they can shoot things out of their mouths <laughs> the answer is yes get ready for a lizard missile mm -hmm. um, and I think as just a power move I want to launch the lizard into this stupid frog mm -hmm. Ooh. so it is quite high up that is oh. going to be a vigor check at disadvantage if you want to try and throw it at the frog. Okay, actually, because I think I was imagining it. Yeah, that is like, oh, and it's- Because, like, it's a whole story. You know it's like, No, yeah, yeah I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to turn around and just uh, launch the lizard into the ferret. Just to really, really give this ferret some psychic damage. Okay. <laughs> um, that's just a vigor roll um, for you. Yeah. Because uh, it's like on the horizontal, right. or the vertical, yeah. as opposed to the horizontal. Um, the ferret, hang on, where's that ferret at? Is uh, going to match your vigor check with its own vigor check. They are rolling really badly today. Yes. That was on a d12. Wow. Um, and you sort of like it goes. It doesn't expect what's happening, and you sort of launch the the lizard at it, um, and the lizard sort of smacks it in the face. Which isn't painful, but the claws of the lizard scrabbling, having just been launched by you, are. And it takes vigor damage. Um, Ooh, the nice. lizard scrabbles. Uh, the ferret, uh, seemingly too afraid to uh, currently attack or do anything, um, allows the lizard to climb onto its like neck head back as if it's riding it. Oh my god. Um, and... That's kind of what's happened there. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pipistrel. Oh, just just after, because oh, yeah. both of us are kind of like you know, he he puffs out that that toad. I don't know what it's called. I don't remember. Sing sing pouch. The mm. pouch where you keep your songs. I would like Aww. to say actually. <laughs> so I'm gonna say, uh, you are learning a skill. This is not a skill that you know. So yeah. you vomit up. You kind of like you throw out this toad, and actually you kind of like regurgitate Ooh. a little bit of like your breakfast as well. Uh, no, and you're like, no, it's the equivalent of like going like, like if I had water in my mouth and going, you know, with the water. But to this is this is what I mean. Like you kind of you stress the wrong parts. You don't take any harm. This is just sort of like you can't do something I, I cool just, after this because you did something cool because you're learning how to know, do I this don't, properly. I don't want to do anything cool. I just want to speak to my friends. <laughs> I, I just want him to after like puffing out the the, the his. The pouch is spitting this thing out as a missile. I just wanted to turn around to, to see Lutzen impaling this oh poor rat and Pipistrel. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, he's just going to, to shout out, um, uh, The enemy is broken! Let's go! And he's going to start moving towards this door because oh, he doesn't yeah. want to, like, you know... Mm. Like, he's not here to fight to the death with these guys. Uh, mm -hmm. He just wants to get out of here because these guys are assholes. And um, yeah. Also, I don't think that... he, can, he doesn't feasibly think he can actually kill the ferret as easily with everybody fighting here. So he just wants yeah. to. He thinks yeah. we should. Move he wants out. to get out. I okay, think, so. I think Professor L is definitely feeling the same because I think while like she kicked the rat off her, like she would have then watched Ludson impale the rat. So she's like, 
wow, it is time to go. <laughs> mm. But I want Listen, the crossbow. <laughs> if, if you want the crossbow, you can stay here. <laughs> Balthazar yeah. is... Balthazar yeah. doesn't want to be here. That's fair. I yeah. wasn't just taking the, or like following the lead at this point, I think. Yeah, I think uh, So, I think... uh well, that's what you, that's what you want to do. What happens yeah, is you say true. you kind of you kind of regurgitate a little bit too much because you're like you're flexing muscles you've never used before in this sense and you really exert yourself to throw a whole lizard. You're used mm. to kind of like swallowing things in, not spitting them out, if that makes sense. You sort okay. of you go the enemy is broken! We gotta go! Um, Sorry, I just get really grossed yeah. out by vomit, so that's why I'm really <laughs> unhappy here. Okay, so we will move on quickly from that. So you sort of say, we gotta go. Um, you don't get to make it to the door. Pipistrel and Lutzen, what okay. are you doing? Uh, um, uh, I think Pip is going to... Uh, I think she's just gonna, like... Um, do the only thing of, that makes sense to her because, like, she's looking at Lutzen, who is obviously probably quite shell shocked right mm -hmm. now. She's just gonna like do her little, like, her little bat screech to get his attention and mm -hmm. like say, "Lutzen, it's time to go!" Uh, like, and, like kind of gesture to the door, and she's gonna, she's gonna prepare to to take off and try and. Um... I mean, you can. You can just take off if you want. Well, I think she, she's gonna take off. She's not gonna fly to the door yet. She wants to see what. Because obviously her other two friends are groundbound. She's not just about to fly out the door and leave them. So she wants to see what's going to happen to the other two first. Okay. So you are readying yourself to do something in reaction. Yes. Okay. Um, yes. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, Lutzen, what do you want to do? And while you are doing it, you're hearing the... Oh, God. Toad loading up the crossbow again. Um, I think Lutzen, like, he, he kind of gets kind of snapped out of the stupor from from uh, Pip's kind of screech, looks up and sees the, the crossbow and like looks at what he's just done to this poor rat. And I think he just says like, I'm sorry, brother, and we'll run off. Oh no. Oh, that's so sad. Oh! I, I don't know why you're all here, but this was, I'm sorry. And he's just going to like escape, just rush out, just scamper out. Okay. Um, you uh, run uh, out the door. The uh, yeah. ferret and lizard don't necessarily do anything. So you scamper out the door. Um, Balthazar oh, Pipistrel, what are you doing next? Um, the lizard has righted themselves on the ferret and seems to be sort of like scraping like toad spit out of their eyes and sort of locks eyes, looks around and uh, is kind of like holding onto the ferret and it feels like it's at a standstill again. Oh. They're kind of waiting for you guys to do something, uh, and they'll react. Uh, Balthazar wouldn't move before, like, after telling everyone to leave. He's not going to be the first one to leave. He's going to mm -hmm. wait until everyone else leaves. I, I think if 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 like if Pippa's watched Ludson like run out the door or sort of like run like run sort of because I imagine what Ludson did was like you know he would have said I'm sorry, brother, which is heartbreaking. Dropped all fours and then obviously run rat like out the door. I think Pip you know, is going to do the same. She's going to fly towards the door, but she's not going to leave. She's, well, she's going to, she's going to like sit like, but right, at, right outside the door. She's going to flap outside the door just to make sure that Balthazar mm -hmm. follows them out. So you flap to sort of like here and you're sort of like hovering in the air um, yeah. near the stairs. Ba yeah, basically right there. Mm -hmm. She's still airborne um, though. I am 
gonna say that as you fly out, the frog, who still hasn't seen that their friend is dead, is just gonna try and shoot another bolt at you, uh, Balthazar, because you're the only one they can really kind of get uh, an angle at. Um, so it's going to make another cunning roll, because uh, it has advantage on you. Or mm-hmm. not advantage, but a vantage point. A vantage. Yes, a, a vantage. Yes. One vantage. Um, what are you going to try and do to avoid harm? Uh, I think I want to exert my willpower again. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to tag my disarming honesty for this. Disarming. Mm-hmm. Um, as, uh, as because Bal- Balthazar is aware of that thing, because it shot at him already once before, and, you know, the was happening. And I want him to look up at this dang frog um, and uh, uh, address it. Like, regardless if it will shoot or not, he wants to kind of shake it um, or shake its resolve uh, as... Um, he will just look at it and say, uh, we're done here, cousin. Ooh. Okay. I don't think this is a contest. I want you to make Ooh. a willpower roll for me. Uh, I will be straight up. If I in some way fail this one, I will be tagging my auto success. Okay. You do as well as you can. I'm going to say uh, the, the toad... Has the crossbow braced? Frog. But frog. doesn't... Frog. frog, sorry, frog. They were a toad all along. Betrayal. No! no um, <laughs> um, the frog has the crossbow braced, and they have their legs bowed to, like, absorb the, the, the back kick, but they don't loose. They just haven't aimed at you. Ooh. Uh, Balthazar will, like... I guess I'll call him a badass. He will just start walking towards the Ooh. exit as he looks from the frog, and he's gonna look over at this cowed ferret and this lizard, just like being on uh not on edge, as in like he's just very much like aware of them, and he's just like walking mm-hmm. out, N- not relaxed, but also he's not running out. He is just yeah. like we're mm-hmm. done here. Like stay done. in your lane. I'm leaving. Yeah. Balthazar is just a low-key, high-key, bad bad ass. I love it. (laughs) Okay, so you you walk out. Um, You, there is like a tense, what do you guys do? Do you just leave? Do you run? Do you walk? What happens? Balthazar, he walks out. He's going to look at Lutzen and look at Pipistrel and say, uh, we have some tracks to follow. Isn't that correct? And is going to start walking back towards that riverbed where we saw the tracks. I think Austin's kind of up against the wall, like, hyperventilating a bit. He just, like, Aww. shook. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of, like, standing, like, paws up against the other side of the wall, just, like, taking deep breaths. <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. And we'll just kind of follow along with Balthazar behind. I think Pip okay. is going to... I think Pip is going to take... While she's in the air... Like she's not an intimidating creature. She doesn't have it. She doesn't have the intimidation factor that Balthazar does. But she's gonna look back at the lizard, and she is like, oh God, how do I how do I put this? She is going to like narrow her eyes 
and like you know like give give him a look like just leave it don't follow us leave it do you know what i mean like that kind of just you know we are done here like final final thing and she's she's gonna but she's gonna stay airborne she's gonna kind of fly off kind of over overhead of Ludson and and balthazar mm-hmm. so Ooh. you guys leave we leave um uh-huh. that did not go at all how i was expecting and you make it oh. back to the riverbank the adrenaline starts to uh fade Ludson, i want you to mark the pitchfork off of your character sheet mm-hmm. you never took it back um, yeah, for obvious reasons. Yeah, I, I considered <laughs> it, like taking it back out, but I was like, "No, nah, that's grim." Oh my god, that would have been an absolute bloodbath. Um, I'm gonna grab the card. <laughs> back to my hand, so we can move back to our main screen. Oh my god! Whoosh! All right. Hang on, I'm gonna get on the right layer. That was horrible. You make your way back to the riverbank, um, and the the dried tracks. Um, you notice standing on one of the roofs of the buildings, the little—I don't remember what bird I called it. I think I called it a plover. A plover, yeah. The plover is just sort of like meekly looking um, at you from a couple rooftops away. It seems to have darted away when the fighting started. Oh dear. Can I call out to it? Uh, yeah, what do you say? Might as well don one of those red neckerchiefs, you. If you're going to be working with these vermin, you are just as good as them. Ooh, vermin. The plover, uh, flits away. Sorry. Gosh. Zinger. Yeah, like, you get the though. strong vibe. They're like, vibe check, strong vibe, uh, shame. Ooh, oh no. Well done. Roll for shame. Mm-hmm. For shame. For shame. Should have tagged my never underestimated toad a third time for that one. <laughs> yeah. I'm well, I don't know. I don't think they were underestimating you. <laughs> Fiend-shaped. Fiend-shaped. I love it. I love it. Fiend-shaped. <laughs> I can be your friend or your fiend. <laughs> well, actually, could I... Oh, no, do I have to... So when I'm... We're, we're making new skills for a new desired job. Do I have to fill mm-hmm. up the first one before I can try to make a new one? No, you can... Uh, I'm, I'm finishing the rules, so I'll be able to let you guys know later. But uh, you can do as many skills as you want simultaneously. Uh, the character sheet will get updated on Roll20 on roll so that it will all reflect these changes uh, when I finish the rules. So you can, you can train as many as you want. tag Righteous? So I'm going to say no, because this isn't a skill check. Oh, it's so not you a can, skill check. You can okay, write down Righteous to remind righteous. yourself. Yes. Um, yes yeah, and what I'm going to do is actually, I'm going to go to your character sheet and into your notes. I'm just going to say... Um, new skill, uh, Toad, oh. uh, never underestimate Toad. I, I have it in Desire, Desire a Job, and I have never underestimated Toad 2 out of 3, and a Righteous 0 out of 3. Uh, well I am, I'm writing this into your character sheet notes, not the character, as in like the, the, the Roll20 the document. So that way, if the character oh. sheet information gets lost when we change oh, the character sheet up, uh, it's not lost forever, you know what I mean? Quite, quite, quite. Uh, but yes, uh, you can you can start like thinking about trying to train righteousness. But uh, 
that's something you have to you, yeah, ha- you yeah, have I to will. be like a, in the moment if that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah absolutely Ooh. oh that dear was a, that was very that's the first like what is that like the first like out and out actual like v- like actual violent bloodshedding mm-hmm. action i think we've actually had in this game my goodness yeah uh... we will miss you knife rat oh knife rat i feel so it, bad it, it feels so bad so yeah. i feel to help help ease player um regret i would like to say that given the chance these animals would have killed you they gave yeah, you the chance sure. to run they were not fun they were not fun people I imagine like lots of them was running in. Obviously, Fraser was a player running in to just like you know get rid of this rat, however best possible, really. But like lots of them was just running in, kind of like screaming, eyes closed, like pointing it forwards, kind of thing. Yeah, just like yeah. Ah! yeah. I think I think I think we all can agree that Ludson would never kill. Not like, you know. yeah, like like he wouldn't kill out of. Yeah, like he wouldn't kill for the sake of it, like yeah exactly like these these beasts clearly have you know they're in some sort of dangerous tr- dangerous trades whatever the, whatever they do mm-hmm. well because i mean you said that you said i'm pretty sure you said last session that that ferret was is branded as well um oh, is that really i, don't I think, think i saw that or heard oh that. didn't brian didn't you say that the ferret was branded i didn't say it was branded but i was ah. uh in the illustration i did it is branded um ah, okay and uh Yes. If I had been more aware, I probably would have redescribed the characters for your benefit as well. But uh, the introduction mm. was just so good from Ver, I was like, eh, we're in it. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh. But yeah, that ferret was branded uh, with two brands. Um, Ooh, actually, two I, want, brands. I want Pipistrel. I'm going to say mm. because you have um, the awareness, like that's one of your mm. perks, um, I want you to make a cunning roll for me, just a straight cunning mm. roll that you wouldn't normally get to have made if you didn't have the perk. Seven. Ooh, um, okay. The brands, one of them is from Odok. It is an <gasps> Odok General Council brand. Ooh. And another is um, from the Orbiters. And really? for the benefit of people listening, the brands are. So, Destiny Beast Fables. Straight animal. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, markings of, of like yeah. exile almost. Yeah. In the Bristly Woods, uh, there are no prisons. Um, the harshest punishment you can get, or the second harshest punishment, um, is as opposed to what we would call a life sentence, a community can just exile you, and they do this by branding you. It's one of the ways of... uh, It's cruel, um, and it is uh, essentially kind of like a capital justice. It's uh, You are branded by a guild or a society, and that means that anyone who sees you, who recognizes the crest... First of all, who recognizes that you've been branded knows that a community exiled you and wants no one to work with you ever again and if you mm-hmm. recognize the, the the crest in theory um this guild will also associate like they will not work with you by association if you work with this branded individual mm-hmm. um the only other penalty that's worse than branding is death and that is something that is exclusively handled by the tanners yes Dan, there is well, the almost I exclusively know, I know like, really you know like it's pretty uh, serious, but I just love the tanneries because they're kind of badasses. Mm. Oh, they're yeah. very, they're very cool. But I think because when we were doing a lot of like the of the uh, of the of the building of like how does how does law and order essentially work in 
Beast Fables, we decided that like death is so prevalent because animals like death isn't actually the worst thing that can happen to animals being like being basically uh, strayed being told like we don't want you no other beasts will want you you're not part of our communities when animals are very social it's like that's almost the worst thing that you can have done to you as a beast is to be now ostracized a positive a a not a positive but a mm. side of the system that does exist is unbranding where mm. a more complex brand is placed over the original sort of mm. like um like a like postmark a if that makes sense that yeah. shows that you have reformed yes. so you will always have the visual stigma of someone looking at you going oh they've been branded but then on closer inspection if you're a trusted reformed member of a community then you are unbranded it's not yeah. perfect and there are their own social issues with that that i would like to explore at some point later in the future mm. i think it'd be really like fun. there was when we did it when we when fraser and i did a scurry i was playing i was playing as a pine martin called dodger mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. and the way that i had written dodger is that he was one of these reformed beasts he had been branded previously he mm -hmm. was made stray but because he had reformed himself and was now just a humble maker of jam and preservatives he had been uh like redeem redeem branded basically mm. um and it, it like his uh his brand was on his uh on his leg so yeah, they tend to be in very visible spaces yes but with this ferret we can presume that uh because of where it, where we met it and how we met it it was mm. probably not on its mm -hmm. way to, to no, wanting no, to no, live no, a different yeah. life also been branded twice and not rebranded with the redemption brands so mm -hmm. like branded twice by different organizations that's a, yeah. a strong sign that it is a known troublemaker yeah so with that in mind you make your way back to the riverbank you have shamed the plover who lured you into this trap um and I'm going to say uh, I would like someone to make a cunning roll for me to determine how fast you're able to follow these tracks. Because I assume you will be able to. This is just a kind of a speed thing. Uh, not me. I, was gonna I, say, I'm not, I don't think it would be Lutzen. I feel he's a bit distracted. So yeah, um, yeah, I was going to say, because Pip is still in the air right now, so she's probably recentering herself after that quite stressful ordeal. It's like, focus on the job. Let's keep going. Um, mm -hmm. Can I... As we're doing as we're doing this, would I be able to tag one of my new jobs just so I can learn it? Can I tag my novice tracker, which is part of my new scout job? Mm, I would say yes. So I'm going to make that Thank note you. on your character sheet. Um, I would say it would not be the skill wouldn't be novice tracker; it would just be tracking. So that's what I'm tracking. going to write okay. as. That's fine. Okay. Because they're very like verb orientated. Like the job might be novice tracker. Okay, I will just change that. Yes. To... Do do do. New Hooray. skill. Following, following tracks. One out of three. Yeah. Save changes. Um, you rolled a... I got a six. A six. And I'm going to click on the screen to get rid of the dice. <gasps> you are able to follow the tracks fairly easy, actually. Mostly because it seems like the... I'm going to go back up to the larger map that we'll be using. I'm just going to click mm -hmm. here so everyone's looking at it. The... You originally thought from the journal that, and kind of the, the description that are uh, friendly, I think it was like a blue tit knight or like a, a gray tit. Cold, cold tit, tit, that was it. Cold tit, yeah. The cold tit knight that you sent to Blue Pond, uh, who you first met at Willowmoot. Um, mm. The cold tit said that uh, there was a hideout that uh, Chip will be going to, which is this triangle marked on the map, and that's where you were originally going. But the tracks don't go or seem to make any kind of movement in this sort of direction mm. um 
I'm just going to use this tool. It's not like they try to go a little bit this way and then, you know, to divert you to a trail or to mislead. They solidly go towards Lala's dog. Hmm. Uh, I think because Pip is the one who's kind of observing all of this, uh, she would sort of come and land uh, sort of next to Balthazar and Ludson um, and kind of relay this information that, like, like the tracks aren't going exactly where we where we thought and hmm, isn't that isn't that a bit odd i think she'll sort of want their like opinion on what they should do mm. well, imagine um, i'm gonna say following. you guys as a as a, a roping opportunity as well if you want to mm -hmm. you could like head out of bramble fork and if you wanted to and maybe like find a quiet spot to take a breather I, I think yeah, yeah I think yeah. I think I think when Pippa Strills land and she sort of relayed the information like the tracks aren't going exactly yeah. where we thought thought I think she kind of like particularly looking at Ludson I think mm -hmm. she'd say um you know I think maybe we should go and uh just rest a while what do you think I like that idea and she looked at Balthazar as well uh Balthazar uh lifts a hand up to that parting in his padding where um, the lizard stabbed him and he kind of like pats him. There's just blood on his head and he says, yes, I, I, th I think that, uh, that might do me well. So you make your way um, out of Bramble Fork, maybe 10 or 15 minutes on foot, and you find a, uh, a little uh, sort of like clearing hollow, if that makes sense. There's sort of like a, a nook uh, between some stones, an old log, uh, that's partially hollowed out by beetles um, mm. and is close but not on the river. Um, it's sort of like a little pool that sort of eddies off from the river. Maybe, uh, let's say, like here-ish. Hang on. Okay. Clicky. Like here-ish. Um, so it's a little bit ways, it's a little ways out of Bramble Fork. Yeah. Um, okay. And you are able to, Balthazar, you're able to take your armor off and uh, wash your padding and clean your wound. Um, yeah. The water here is less silty and muddy because it's not uh, kind of re-diverting from this underground river. It's actually quite clear and fresh, I having mean, flown. Been... Well, not in not in wounds necessarily. <laughs> maybe, well, yeah. maybe for toads. Maybe for toads. No, no, it's not. But I just like mud. Or Balthazar does. But I just wanted to <laughs> say that as uh, Balthazar is kind of going to the river to um, you know take off the armor and and. Uh, get everything uh, cleaned out. He's going to uh, uh, turn to Lutzen um, and uh, say, uh, uh, Come, uh, Lutzen. I think you might uh, uh, get some use out of this routine. Come, come, come. Aww. You see Lutzen like very hesitantly kind of tiptoe towards the water. Um, and he kind of like looks like kind of up and down stream a wee bit. And still obviously very visibly disturbed from the whole like you know, the pike situation, not enjoying yeah. that and not really trusting it, but, you know, it, with, with Balthazar. Yeah, if there's, like, a shallow, a... kind of shallower, mm. like, if there's just a shallower mm -hmm. area, like, where the water kind of, you know, gets paddle. stuck in some of the sa sand uh, banks. Yeah. Like, um, I want, I want Lutzen to make a willpower check for me, just a straight roll. Okay. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> That's a complication mm -hmm. for two. Okay, um, so... Uh, you barely managed to pull it off. Uh, it takes some coaching, um, coaxing and convincing from Balthazar, but there is, like, a shallow, flat area, which is, like, mm -hmm. for us would be a puddle. For humans, it's a puddle. But for, like, for animals, it's, like, knee-deep for a rat, if that makes sense. Yeah. And there's no way a, a fish could sneak up on you in here. It's sort of, like, again, it's yeah. off of the river. It's not in the river. 
Um, I think practically he, he's like, yeah, that makes sense. Like he'd he'd mm. kind of be okay with that. And, uh, Paul, and Paul as Balthazar is kind of taking off the armor and the padding, um, uh, I th imagine if because it's daytime and this is kind of like still water, it's kind of warm. Um, mm -hmm. Especially if the sun is bearing down. It's so, actually uh, it's like it's like noon right now. Uh, you guys got into it really early, so oh, yeah. uh, it's yeah. like noon. So it's actually very refreshing and cooling to have the water there. Ah, okay. Uh, but uh, Balthazar um, kind of looks at Lutzen, sort of like um, like n not expectantly, um, but uh, just says, uh, "When was the last time that you did wash those clothes of yours?" Oh. That is a very good question. Well, the last time I scrubbed them was probably quite a while, but the last time we were, you know, wrestling about in wet was, you know, semi-recent. Well, that's not really quite the same as uh, uh, cleaning and, and scrubbing. Uh, here, here's a smaller stone. Uh, here, and uh, he's going to give him, like, a flat stone, you know, that you can, like, mash out. Yeah. Um, clean with. Mm -hmm. um, and he's going to, like, lay down his padding and uh, start showing Lutzen how to just like take care of equipment as a co mm -hmm. kind of like ritualistic thing almost. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and he says, um, we would do this after, well, we were taught to do this after every drill, but once we were out and about the squires with our knights, we would do this after every battle as well. Oh, oh, I, I see. And he's kind of just like very like observantly kind of following along, like, copying the same motions that, uh, that Balthazar's doing with kind of, like, scrubbing the thing. Or he kind of takes off his wee, like, kind of dungarees and, like, the little, um, there's a new kind of compression jacket almost. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of laid them in the water and is kind of following along in the same kind of way. Um, you it, have to... Oh. I, I just want to say, um, I think this is where the complication comes in. You are a little bit, like, numbed when you start, mm. when you take off, like, the, the dungarees and the jacket, when you actually start to scrub, you notice that there is a blooming of, like, red in the water from your arms where blood from Knife Rat has matted oh, into no. your fur and you hadn't noticed. Oh, my uh, God. Because you've been in a bit of shock. Yeah. And it's, it's simultaneously numbing, but a little bit... It's, it's a strange feeling. You're not sure how you feel. I'm yeah. not going to tell you how your character feels. Um, yeah. I think I think he kind of just like realizes, kind of sees it, and kind of slows down a mm. bit, and is just watching the water go a bit murky and kind of yeah. As you watch the water, nice. you notice that it gets murky and mixes with like the brown, uh, the brown and red blooms from uh, Balthazar's tunic, which um, mm -hmm. looks a lot worse than it is. Uh, Balthazar, you're examining the cut, and it's actually not that deep. It just kind of kind of cut you in the in a, a bleedy place, and a lot of the blood soaked into your your padding and you're used to seeing this sort of stuff like it you yeah. know it's what it looks worse than it is so yeah i'll let yeah. you jump in now uh so so balthazar uh, as he's kind of cleaning it out and i think as this blood kind of you know blooms in the water um he says uh you know it's very strange initially it's always an appalling sight but i'm amiss to say you do get used to it I'm not sure I want to get used to it. Both of us are uh, nods. Needs must, I guess. Well, I don't know what it's like for... Uh, I'm actually not sure where you're from. Odok, was it? Is that where your uh, uh, guild house was? Uh, I believe so. I can't remember. Where was it? No, or was it... Yeah. Willowmoot? 
No, I think you were you were from well, Odo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so, um, yes. Yeah. So Balthazar says, um, uh, I suppose from what Pipistrell has told me, Odoka's quite a safe place, but uh, Blueberry Pond is much further out from any of these larger outposts, and I don't know how um, outside of everything a, a settlement like Odok might be, but, you know, it's usually either you or them. It's you or the boars. It's you or other behemoths. You are predators. You are vermin. Or vermin. Uh, Some like said are vermin. You <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. You... Break them down to build them up. <laughs> no, no. Um, sorry, that was just my bad illustration. Yeah. Um, and uh, he says, uh, but look. And uh, as that blood is kind of blooming, it then just kind of dissolves and, and goes into the muck and... Mm -hmm. um, just dissolves into the clearness. I'm going to the say there's like an eddy, there's a slow eddy from the river and it actually flows mm -hmm. away and clean mm -hmm. water replaces the, the bloody water. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, Balthazar will say, um, as upsetting as it may be, that's just how things go sometimes. You know, those beasts, they had every chance to not attack us. They had every chance to not hurt us. And yet they did. And if they could choose, they would have killed you, Lutzen. I think he just kind of solemnly nods at this. Like, he's taking it in, and he's just, like, still kind of slowly uh, kind of massaging the clothes with the with the kind of stone. But he's, he kind of nods in, in acknowledgement. And in a way, mm. what is, in bad times, good news and rather this is both a good and a bad thing depending on how you look at it but the world just moves on Lutzen whether it's you who dies or someone else it just moves on so every time you just get up clean the padding polish your armor and keep moving on yeah you're right Balthazar it's uh, it's it's diff it's different. It's I've never had to encounter something like that before. But no, you're right. You speak the truth. It doesn't have to be easy. It never is. And you and kind of it like, might you take seem you kind some of sometimes to be all right with it. Yeah, you kind of take like a like a a heavy kind of gulp, like a kind of swallow, and just kind of shaking his head, like or nodding his head, and just you know letting those words kind of sit with him for a wee bit. Um, mm -hmm. And I think he kind of meets Balthazar's gaze, and he just kind of just nods and just kind of says, "Thank you, thank you." I think he, he'll he'll notice that Balthazar has also kind of been been just kind of gently wounded, but will um, offer to have a look at the the armor if he can make some sort of additional. It's going to say, uh, "You're your padding your armors is uh, damaged," and he'll kind of start scurrying around in the kind of. Um, surrounding plant life for kind of like you know thick grasses um, to try mm. and maybe weave something as like a wee patch almost. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, so we'll say uh, well uh, as it does. I'd rather it get uh, grace than myself. I suppose if you could find some uh, reeds so we can make a patch and maybe uh, bang out that dent in the armor, 
I would be very grateful. Keep those hands Absolutely. busy and that mind. Yes. 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 And he, he kind of like he's he's kind of spins around and he's still kind of sitting in the water, almost like kind of paddling his feet and like kind mm-hmm. of you know hunched over washing. We'll kind of put his clothes on the little verge and we'll kind of scramble just around and grabbing bits of reeds that are kind of just nearby. Well, I feel like, like um, to, the best way to weave uh, natural fresh materials is actually to keep them wet so they're supple. So you're in the water mm. letting yourself have a little soak and working these uh, reeds. And then I think, Balthazar, maybe you're on the bank like using a rock to bash the dent out of your hammer mm. as best you... Uh, out of your... Um, not your hammer, your... Armor. Words. You know what I mean. Yeah, you're bashing the dent out of your breastplate um, as best you can. And it's not its not a beautiful job. It's definitely uh, lost a lot of its shine and curve and smooth mirrorness, but it's definitely functional again. Um, we or, some yeah. mm-hmm. I think Lotsam uh, uh, would probably take, like, kind of seeing the, the kind of scuff and, and would offer... I feel like he's probably dealt with armors before, Lotsam, mm-hmm. and, like, metals and things, and I think he would try and lend a hand with maybe grabbing some Kind of finer rocks and almost silt um yeah bundling up in some kind of cloth and using that as to almost like grind away like a fresh you know kind of like the kind of smoothing polish it i mean like in a, in a mechanical sense it doesn't make anything better but like in a narrative sense it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to make it look, yeah, yeah. yeah just to make it look yeah. a bit nicer what kind of work together yeah, both of us are both of us are very much appreciates it um and, and i think like he'll also just say um if you need Lutzen, as I said, you can keep those hands and that mind busy. But you also don't try to run away from the things you feel. And it's okay to think about it. And it's okay to feel bad about it. And it's okay if you're not strong about it. Not everybody can, but also not everybody should be. In some way, us Knights of Blueberry Pond, we we know this is ahead of us. And we're prepared to deal with these things. And we are here so others don't have to. So what I'm saying is... It's alright for these things to get to you, and... I suppose some people would call it a strength to, to not be affected and a weakness to be, but... It's okay to be... Sad about how unfair this world is. Mm. And how sometimes you have to take... You have to eke out your survival over the survivals of others at any cost. Again, I think Watson's just kind of, he's sitting there and kind of just nodding along, kind of taking the words in. And he'll kind of like meet Balsar's gaze again and just kind of, you know, continue just listening very intently. So I'm going to say that you both, you both have a breather so you can restore one of your dice up one step. So you can move, that's like a d6 to a d8. Hmm. My finger is healed. Lots of um, gets buff in the water and goes up yep. from a D6 to a D8. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hulks up in the water. Um, Pipistrel, hmm. uh, are you doing anything uh, while these two have like a, a kind of meditative moment by the bank? Uh, what is Pipistrel Pip- up to right now? I think Pip will kind of watch them walk away. And she sort of, she watched them walk away sadly because I think she realized that like... That was a moment for the pair of them to go and, like, chat. You, you know, mm. like, that Ludson, like, that Balthazar had his, Balthazar wisdom to distribute and that, you know, <laughs> it's best for her to kind of keep out of it. But 
in in any other in any other day or at any other point, if you know other things had happened, she would have been like busy, busy, like looking for looking for bugs, looking for food, mm. con- continuing to look for the tracks. But like she doesn't. She watches them walk away, and she feels she feels sad and confused about what happened. You know, and she thinks she thinks about that branded ferret. Mm-hmm. Particularly the brand from Odok and the brand, the brand of the Orb Eaters as well. She and like I think she just she sits down. Actually, no. If there's if there's like a, I like to imagine that there's like if there's a small tree nearby, she does what any bat would do to feel comfort. I think she'll sort of climb up the tree and hang upside down, wrapped in her wings for a little moment, just a little, mm-hmm. a little, a little moment of peace because I think it's she's like the equivalent of a of a, a weighted blanket. Yeah, like you like, have the weight of gravity pulling aww. in a new way or in a comforting way, yeah. and you realize as you're hanging from this tree and you're looking around, you're kind of doing a two for one. This is comfort for you, but you're also able to keep have a look on the surroundings yeah. to make sure anyone's followed you or see people on the road. Yeah. Um, and She's you realize you two- haven't you haven't hung Sorry. upside down since before you left Brambledam. Yeah, she feels like she. It's it's like one of those weird things. Like you, you know, when you sort of you go into a kind of a, a state of of comfort. You know, she mm. thinks about she thinks about home. She thinks about Odok. She thinks about her parents. And for the first time since she left to become a mess a moon messenger, and the Boar War, she actually misses home. She misses her parents, and she feels small and alone. Uh, you know, and that's kind of overwhelming for her and like while while those two are obviously down at the river and having their very important moment she the, the little little tears roll down from her eyes and you know like down her ears obviously because she's upside down <laughs> but she has she has this little she has this little private moment to kind of to miss and be sad and she's like she's so she's so taken aback by these beasts like how vicious they are and how like they she is she's definitely convinced like if they had if they had the chance they would have killed all of them and you know she's she has a little moment of fear and then also gratitude that like they're all still here got out of that relatively really unscathed which she thinks is incredibly lucky you know you i think this is a, a moment for you to contemplate Mm. Elsewhere. Oh, yeah. You. You also contemplate. I feel a little bit, if I'm allowed to say, because you can. It's your character. But um, your your a lot of the thoughts that are crossing your mind are a balance between, like the violence that these animals held, mm. the privilege you've had in that you've not had to experience that and the the fact that you all end up at the same place one way or the other yeah i think yeah cuz this is a this is another kind of concept that we talked about a lot when we were making beast fables is how animals feel about death and this concept of it's not really you know we don't there's no heaven or hell there's nothing like that but you do have the concept of elsewhere the animals go beyond where other animals can't reach them and each animal has you know each culture has their own sort of version of elsewhere and you know for bats it can be known as you know flying into the long dark or you know you know the last the last trips to the cave that kind of thing like they, they for them it's a 
for bats, it's a kind of it's the it's the extended night. It's the eternal night of endless moonlight and and things like that. It's a it's a very kind of spiritual thing. Mm. And she kind of she and I think Pip, while she's sort of wandered, like look, looking at all the like the end of the summer and you know the state of the state of things. Like you know, the more they travel, the more she realizes like the bristly woods like there's there's trouble here you know there seems to be food shortages and animals missing and like the end of the boar war has left people or beasts in such disarray and you know all the one all the beasts that have been lost she contemplates you know this 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 idea of elsewhere is like you know where did they go and you know is it better than here is it better than this what we have now and she's sort of really really lost in thought about it and it's obviously quite a it's quite a big concept for she's she's mm. still young as well she's you know i think in, in human years she would be in like her really early 20s if that she might even still be like a well like i a mean like teenager. so we we kind of scaled animals to human years uh yeah. Yeah. so like you are in your 20s yeah but like young like 20 21 mm. yeah 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 maybe <laughs> She's, you know, getting acquainted with the world, finding her strength, but also realizing that the world is a very dangerous and scary place. You know, she lived her entire life in Odok and, you know, under her parents who were very sweet, but also were not keen for her to join the Moon Messengers. They didn't want her to be in a, in danger. And she's sort of, she's really now, like, this is the first time out of all the stuff that they've been through so far, this is the time where she really appreciates where they were coming from and why they were so against her joining the Moon Messengers. Hmm. and the danger and the danger involved and all that yeah i think the kind of the contemplation comes to a head and then resolves when you oh. think about how distant you've been from the world on the ground hmm. and how you've in odok being on the ground was so restrictive it was walking around the the branches it was the 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 lifts and the the working in the store and being enclosed and how free you felt when you started flying mm. and how being as a moon messenger allowed you to be free and to fly above the forest and be out and around but in the last three weeks you feel like you've learned a lot being in the bristly woods than you have being above the bristly woods yes agreed and i think there's a sort of comfort in that as well. You kind of look back and feel that you've grown a lot the last few weeks. Oh, definitely. Well, she thinks, you know, her, her mind would sort of go to Balthazar and to Ludson and to think if she had spent her entire time above the woods, which so many bats and birds do, she would never have met her, her two greatest friends, you know, and that that's a very... That's a very heartening thing for her to remember that, like, she has wonderful friends who care about her very much, and that she cares about them. So, I think, with that note, uh, you guys, uh, you have your breather as well, so you're able Yay. to restore one dice uh, up one size. I will restore... I think I will... For narrative purposes, I'll restore my willpower. Mm. So, what do you guys want to do next? Uh, this is us kind of like wrapping up, so to speak. What kind of, uh, what's the, the next plan you want to do? What's the, the next thing that's mm. on the agenda? Well, so the triangle that that uh, little cult hit marked for us is a place where Chipper keeps her like ledger book. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and Assumed I believe that's what be. we're going to go like to see who this that was uh, it. Yeah. Deep paw 
Mm. Is Eep Greenpaw. Eep Green. Yeah. Eep. <laughs> Eepaw. Uh, Eve Greenpot, um, or, or to just kind of find more information about what she's been doing, mm. or we can follow the tracks which apparently go to Lala's dock and maybe mm. find the too. Iron Beetle be cool. and, and see what she's doing right now. So, because mm. it depends, yeah, what we want to focus on. I mean, I feel like inf all information is good in you know, probably helping inform. I feel like this would be Lotson's opinion is that, like, you know, the more we can find out before we get into a scuffle, the better, maybe. But That's depending true. on why they're going to Lala's dock, is like that could be time pending, like, or like time. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like that candle is burning. The candle's yeah. burning, like pressure. There's like a time pressure on that one. Yeah. Uh, well, because um, there's this whole thing of because she apparently has some sway over or working with these red bandana folk mm -hmm. from the mm. teeth. She could be going to Lala's dock because it's a dock. She could be going to embark a thing to take it to the stone fangs. Yeah. Oh, that is a good point. I didn't think about that. So yeah, it's kind of like we could catch them there, but chances are they're probably already gone considering the beetle moves relatively fast. But then the tracks were recent, weren't they actually? Well, it was like a few days. Yeah, yeah they a few days. They weren't that old, yeah. So I think the, I'm just because so obviously our break took longer than we actually have. Like the passage of time hasn't actually been that long since um, we ran into Zor, them, right? I want you to make a cunning roll for me. Ooh! Oh. I just want I want something. I think this is. Can you tag anything? Okay. Yeah. Am I? Can I tag anything or no? I'm just straight rolling. Just roll straight. This is just for me. Oh no! <gasps> this yes! is the sort of thing yes! I thought you have a sudden. You're kind of you're kind of looking over these options and discussing with um. Uh, Pipistrel and Lutzen, and you have a flash of tactical inspiration where you're putting these pieces together and you think, hang on, the tracks are as old as it would have taken... Oh, how do I phrase this? This is Balthazar struggling, not me. <laughs> um, <laughs> essentially, you get the feeling that the beetle moves slower than you can walk. The reason why the tracks are a few days old is because you spent time in Aspen, Grace. Mm. If you had directly so followed cross country, you could have caught up. I suppose oh, it's missing legs, and they don't. So really know maybe how to these True. these tracks might be a few days old, but it doesn't mean that. But maybe the Beatles at the dock. Maybe the Beatles only a day mm. ahead. Like oh. you don't know. You could be close. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, at that, uh, Balthazar will kind of realize that, especially thinking back to, because I think he was the one who smashed one of the legs with his hammer. Yeah. He did. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so I think, I like um, to... Oh, I just think Balthazar has like a that's a raven moment, like his eyes just kind of like dilate. He just like his jaw hits the floor. But yeah, he, he, uh, he'll say, uh, uh, basically point that out, maybe we're not as... Not as far behind as we thought. This thing is so slow. We might be able to catch it at Lala's dock. And think about it. If we know where Chipper's secret hideout is with the ledger, if she gets away, it's very likely that's where we will find her. Oh, mm. Balthazar with those strokes of brilliance. That's very, very true, Balthazar. You're, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I think Pip um, would sort of nod in sort of fervent agreement. Um, to Balthazar's uh, to Balthazar's words. Well, then it's decided. Let's make our way to Lala's dock as fast as we can. Agreed. 
Let's let's do it. Let's uh, get this beetle back. Get it Lalastock is maybe if you traveled fast, you could make it to Lalastock by uh, maybe like late night. You could make it in oh, the same shit. day. Wow. Uh, yeah, let's go. Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I picked think up so. sticks and hiked. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to end today's session with oh. you guys hiking towards Lalastock um, as fast as you can. You don't rest. You still bear the the some signs of the violence you uh, from your fight in Bramblefork, uh, but your clothes are washed, you're feeling refreshed, and you move downriver, downhill, towards Lalastock. Uh, but that isn't the end down, of what we're doing here, because we have got a fortune to show off. This is the card. Look at how pretty it is. Gorgeous. <gasps> the pattern is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Right click. Flip card. Tell me more. Tell me more. Ooh. Blam. Today's theme was work. The vice is sloth and the virtue is diligence. Mm. Um, I'm also going to say a little bit about the the the, the scene as well. The, mm-hmm. the fortune. Because it's from the thing. So I've got like my own encounter notes about this. So your fortune, how fast does a candle burn? Uh, this was all about the conflict having a really quick, clear solution. And if you didn't nip it in the bud, the conflict would just get worse and worse. Mm. Dipping between uh, bursts of action or like resting on your heels to see what happens only makes the situation worse. You have to choose a a path and go for it. Um, Mm. And yeah, it was interesting to see what you did. Yeah, Mm. interesting. Hmm. So let's start with Balthazar, uh, who could be described as the instigator of this drama for Mm. plunging (laughs) headlong into a trap. Um, How do you think Balthazar's actions, or what do you think Balthazar's actions were more close to? Like Vice, Virtue, we've got on Vice's side tags like like Ponder, Unwind, Ease, Expedite, Pause, things that work with Sloth. Yeah, and then well, I, we've I got think, yeah. I, well, I think his would have been diligence, especially the push, mm. um, like guide. He was the one who basically said we're get out, getting out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the pushing with um, uh, he, he was he was also kind of the because of his particular positioning, probably the fact that he ate that or not ate, but he kind of uh, nommed the lizard a little bit. Yeah, he was kind of the one facilitating where everybody was focusing on him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say that's also of... maneuver. I feel like you very much maneuvered the situation. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess smart about he, it. In a surprising twist. Because um, I I did want because I didn't know that the lizard was actually gonna join the fray initially because my plan was to regardless of the ferret go for the lizard because he looked like the boss um, mm. and he was good Balthazar was gonna say like like he was gonna um, I wanted him to like allude to chess and be like why go for the pawn when you can fell the king and uh, go for the lizard because <laughs> oh um, uh, it Toads definitely play chess uh, it's one of their favorite games. Uh, uh, but yeah, when, then when the lizard came to me, I'm just like, good. That's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I feel like you're, you were on the same page as me, so I think it's worth just saying out loud, but, uh, if you had killed or incapacitated the lizard, um, everyone else would have fled. 
Yeah, I, I presumed. And honestly, that's what Balthy wanted to do. Uh, mm -hmm. But then I also wanted him to, like, missile the lizard. I really wanted him to missile the lizard. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm, but I'm kind of glad that that, like, force of will still managed to end the, uh, end the encounter. Yeah. Regardless. Uh, so I so, think yeah. you are, you move into diligence. You were aware of your friends, your allies, um, and you did what would needed to be done for everyone. So I think you're, uh, you move into virtue. Yeah. So I didn't end up using my auto self because that one time when I could, I actually kind of, I sort of narratively like that he gets like stabbed because I wanted to then pull the lizard in anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and it was kind of just like, just, just like, well, I don't care that I got stabbed. I'm going to eat you. I'm going to get <laughs> all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, I did end up using it, but I was, yeah. I finally remember that it's actually there. I, uh, I'll keep reminding you guys, but it's fine that you didn't use it because, uh, these, uh, boons are all about helping you better roleplay the character you want your character to be. So yeah. I feel like mm -hmm. you had, you, it gave you the backup to try and do things that you thought were cool because you knew that you could force it a little bit. You could push <laughs> yeah. it to have yeah, your character be cool. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would have used it for like I, I when I realized that I want a missile launch, gulp yeah. missile. That's a Pokemon move. Um, mm -hmm. Missile launch this uh, dang lizard. Uh, I kind of decided that I'm gonna keep that in my pocket in case anything goes wrong. And then even with the like frog at the end, I'm just like, okay, I can definitely make this work even mm -hmm. if I fail. But I rolled okay. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. Moving backwards on our list, Lutzen, you were virtuous before. How would you consider your actions? Uh, in regards I've, to these themes, I think it was a blend. I think it was. I think it was neutral because I feel like there was mm -hmm. diligence in rushing in and acting, but it didn't pay off in the way that he would have, you know, mm -hmm. kind of preferred to resolve a conflict. Um, but at the same time, he kind of held back to see what was going on. You know, like he mm -hmm. wasn't. He kind of was kind of shell shocked and took a moment. And so mm -hmm. I think I it's feel like neutral. you, you both considered. No, you considered what was going to happen, and then you assisted mm -hmm. Pipistrel when yeah. things seemed dire. Uh, so I think, yeah, you are balance. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't um, think it pushes either way, really. So I'm going to do that. And then Pipistrel, how do you feel you were? Um. Oh, uh, let me have a little. Let me have a little think thought because I am currently still in balance, I believe. Yes. Um, and I think you know what I think in a way I was quite i think i could i could say i was sort of in a similar position to ludson where i did and this is more just because of the kind of character the pipistrelle is but you know she she did like she watched and waited for her opportunities um but then when she acted she acted to try and help her friends as best as she could like going for the frog to try and stop the frog from shooting um balthazar but then obviously that kind of got turned around because then the rat jumped on her and like she and then she had to try and save herself and that was all very uh it was all very reactive uh mm -hmm. and quick paced so i kind of i i feel like i might still also be in balance for this one mm. i'd agree i feel like you i'm just trying to find the words i feel like you did evaluate you evaluated like the benefits of what was going to happen mm -hmm. um and you were aware of your other people but you did have your moments where you you paused i mean like for example like um slowing waiting 
I'd say tighter actions for like waiting to see what Balthazar did to see that if everyone left the building to see that sort of thing. It yes. felt like you were definitely balanced. Yeah, so, I think so. Right, Balthazar, you are virtuous. You have an auto success for someone else on another role. Uh, Lutzen, you are balanced. You are able to ask me a question about an action and its consequences, and I will give you an honest answer. And Pipstro, you are also balanced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this has been a very exciting session. That took. It's been something. It's that took such a turn. I was yeah. Not, I was not expecting. I was not expecting. <laughs> nah. Like and. I knew, I, like, because we've had fights before, but, like, that was the, oh, that one felt like the first one where, like, that could have gone so badly wrong. Because mm-hmm. we were, we, like, we I, I felt like we went into that already quite outmatched and outgunned because it was a ferret and three other beasts with weapons uh, and we were taken unawares, you know? Yeah. I mean, we knew, we knew exactly what's going to happen. But... <laughs> Some of us really wanted to see that beetle. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I, very, yeah. I'm just very, really sorry about Lutzen's new trauma. This oh, is that's okay. I, like, I didn't really think it through, honestly, in, like, doing the action, but, like, it made sense for him to just charge in blind, almost. And... No, I feel, feel like, like it's Lutzen in the worst thing. way this made the most sense. Because, yeah, 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 like, yeah. it is something Lutzen would do, and this is something that would happen in the story. Um, it was like and it is really to save cool. his friend. Yeah. But it's mm-hmm. also like the realization of that has repercussions. And it's like a very mm-hmm. like obvious, like, you know, harm is not good necessarily. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not good in any way. I, you know, I mean, I don't know mm. what I'm trying to say. No, I, 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 I understand what you're saying. Like, I think it feels very on brand for Ludson to have really reacted in that situation to help his friend. But like, it's like the... all he could do. That's yeah. all he had really. Exactly. Yeah, was all. But the consequences of it are quite dire. Yeah, like you know, I don't think I don't think any of them particularly. Out of to be fair, what I think is interesting is out of all out of all of the characters who could have accidentally killed another beast, or like not with the intent to kill another beast, but did actually kill another beast. I didn't think Bloodson would be the first to do nope. it. Nope. Nope. I thought it would be Balthazar. Blood. <laughs> and, I, and I mean that just because Balthazar is already a tra- like is a trained. Like yeah. you know, a trained oh, yeah. soldier, you know. Mm-hmm, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So like the fact that it was, um, the fact that it was Ludson, I'm like, oh my god, my poor disaster rat. <laughs> yep, disaster rat. You know, disaster rat. You heard of Danger Mouse? Now here for disaster yeah, rat. Disaster rat. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, disaster rat would be a good skill for you to learn. I thought you know what? <laughs> it's gonna be like Jan's I am Worm or like the aspiring mud fury. You never underestimate a toad. Where I feel like it's just like, it's. Both very specific, but can be applied very broadly. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, it's like it's mm. it's the vibe. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we should say uh, we should reintroduce ourselves and then say goodbye. Yes. Uh huh. Okay. I am Brian. I have been your narrator today. I tell stories. I run Dungeons with Dime. You can get Vice and Virtue, the whole thing that we were playing today. Uh, on the Roll20 Marketplace. Uh, you can go to my fancy store and pre-order the book. Uh, working on Scurry, which is a Beast Fables role-playing system. That's happening. See all the cool Ooh. artwork that all four of us are making. If you go to the DOAD Twitter and just, like, poke some stuff, it's all just popping up. Um, and yeah, I'm generally just having a good day. Nice. It's good. But do you want to 
say some words. It, was that to me? Because I'm starting to break up a little bit. Then to oh, <laughs> yeah, Virgil, uh, do your yeah, thing. Pips and pips, everybody. I have been for. Uh, my internet is starting to break up, and I hope that it's not terrible for everyone else. Um, uh, you can find me on social media, Verface at Twitter, Sticks and Sharks at Tumblr. You can also support me on Patreon, uh, also at Verface. Um, uh, I don't really have anything else to plug because our Kickstarter ended last week, and it ended fabulously. Thank yeah. you, everybody, for your support. Uh, and uh, if you're interested in comics by me and other indie Scottish comic creators, uh, you can go to the Kindred Press site and pre-order some of the comics, uh, or all of the comics, or any of the comics that we kickstarted, and uh, they will be uh, dispatched uh, after the Kickstarter is fulfilled, so that might take a, a, a little bit of time, uh, but I would recommend it nonetheless if you miss the Kickstarter and want to enjoy some wonderful, wonderful stories from indie comic Scottish artists. Thank you very much, Brian, for having me. Thank you very much, Atlanta and Alison Lutzen and Fraser. <laughs> You're um, You guys are always such delightful co-players. Uh, thanks for letting Balthazar just scream a lot this week and uh, and eat lizards. That was great. Thank mm -hmm. you. <laughs> Atlanta. Please reintroduce yourself. Ah, oh, hello. I am a sad leaf today. Um, otherwise known as uh, Alpaca Scribbles on Twitter, Alpaca Scribbles on Instagram, uh, and general social media places. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I have, I have very little to say this week. That was a really... Yeah, that was a really interesting session. That was a that was a much more dramatic battle than I was expecting. Um, but yeah, Brian, thank you for a wonderful game. It's just it's so, throwing all the curveballs. It's so fun. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Fraser, Ver, you're both wonderful. I love playing with you guys. It's just it's great. And yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to next week and seeing where we end up and what's going to happen. Well, Lalas Doc, that's the impression. Mm. Yeah. See what happens. And leaving port because you're the last one. Fraser, please say hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> uh, I have been Fraser as the Disaster Rat Lutzen. <laughs> um, and yeah, you can find me on the internet on Instagram, Twitter, and Patreon at Lost Astronauts. Um, you can support me there through Patreon, as I said, at patreon.com slash lostastronauts. Um, yeah, if you... Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, my, I'm distracted. Watson killed something and I wasn't expecting yeah, it. Fraser um, is as traumatized as Watson. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, oh, no, no, no. I mean, I made the choices and things happen. It's just uh, it's, that, it's, that, it's that tweet where it's like uh, sewing. Haha! -ha, yeah, this is so great. Reaping. No, fuck. Why? Yeah, very, <laughs> much, <laughs> very much that. Go for the squishy bits. No, not those ones. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so thank real. you everyone for for all of that. Thank you for Brian for running and, and hosting and building all of this, uh, or everyone for building all of this. And thank you, Atlanta and Vera, for being such wonderful players and taking care of little Lutzen in the this post post-chaos scene and mm -hmm. um, it's been a good episode i'm excited to see what the hell happens next oh my god i know right i am excited Terrified. and as a little final question for my players uh did you guys enjoy violent encounters do you think you want more uh chaos like this uh what kind of vibe do you want to go for in the future what did yeah I, 
mean, I, I, I like fighting because that's because, but I play a knight. He's well adjusted to violence <laughs> and he's seen death, so. I, I actually, feel... I, I, sorry, Fraser, you go no, ahead. Okay. No, only go, I'm just spluttering. I was, I, I was going to say, like, that was, um, like, we've had really fun encounters before like we've had mm -hmm. like there was the owl we've had run in with a polecat at one point mm -hmm. um obviously there was the fire which was not exactly like a a battle per se but was a very mm. high it was very action yeah very mm. action oriented scene this was like i really liked this because this felt like stakes were high beasts yeah. were going to die if we didn't react um appropriately and like i don't know our first like our first actual violence like actual violence yeah. i'm like like kind of like, i'm not gonna say oh i loved it i'm not you know because that's a bit weird but like <laughs> more like that's violence. what i said <laughs> <laughs> sorry i not not to imply that you're weird at all but that's that's very it's very unfair of me but like it was definitely like you know taking a moment to actually consider like this is our first real taste of like how dangerous this world can be and i really liked that i think that was really fun and really interesting mm. um so okay. big big fan and you know fraser thoughts go for it I think Watson was unprepared, but like just how he is. So I think it's it's more of like a like a problem solving around combat. But it was very mm -hmm. like high stakes, and that's you know that's where things happen. You know, big changes, big big um, big swings. Mm -hmm. We'll keep stirring the pot. Okay. Well, yeah. that's all from us. Thank you very much for joining us, and we will see you next Wednesday at twelve thirty p.m. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye bye. -bye. So bye, -bye.